0: Welcome back to another edition of the Bevo Boys. I'm Joe Scanlon. On the other side of the mic is Creighton Branch, and we are pissed. Why are we (laughs) pissed, you ask? Well, if you aren't living under a rock, you probably watched Texas take on the Arkansas Razorbacks on Saturday night. And, uh, golly, Creighton, I I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say, Creighton. That was the (laughs) most pathetic display of football I've seen. In quite a while, and that's saying something with Tom Herman leading the team last year.
1: I'm just, I'm so, I'm tired of pain, man. I'm, tired. I'm so tired of pain. I'm, so tired. I'm just, so tired too. I just want to beat a team by 76 points just one time in the next five years. Is that too much to ask for? I mean, it's so. I really thought that. Well, okay, that's unfair for me to say that. I that that we we were over the whole pickups on games we should win but i really at least thought that we were over that for these first three games but i guess not here we are again same old dance same song different person
0: yep at least no, one and literally literally we posted a uh, we posted a meme and it was uh like the scooby-doo uh, the, the 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 mystery gang, uh, yeah. uh, wow. Who who is this coaching Texas? And it's a picture of Sarkeesian, and they pull the mask up, and it's Tom Herman. That's how it <laughs> That's feels like right now. That's how it feels it's... like right now, honestly, because I the the play calling was not great. Um, but there's there's a lot that goes into it. You know, play calling wasn't great, but there's so much you can do with certain aspects of the game. Not. Playing up to the standards that we expect here at the university of texas um, yeah we'll we'll, you, we'll get into that we'll get into the pre, uh we'll get into the recap of the arkansas game as much as i don't want to we will get into the <laughs> recap of the arkansas <laughs> game and then we'll preview the rice game which should be should be simple it's rice we should have an, an easy time against them we have you know yeah to beat you, you know good and
1: them. well that uh that texas fans around the country are Starting to worry about, oh my god, are we gonna be able to beat Rice? Whereas last week we we're like, Yeah, of course we'll beat Rice. And now we're yeah. like, Oh, we now we're saying, Oh, I hope we do, we should.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, I, I I can't believe we're saying that at this point, but let's let's get into this recap of the Arkansas game. So Texas goes to Fayetteville and they end up losing forty to twenty one to Arkansas. Now I will say this, the final score not indicative of, of how the defense played. Because the defense in the second half got gassed. They were gassed. Because they literally. What, the offense could not move the ball to save their damn lives. And when when the offense is going three and out. The defense can only do so much. Mm-hmm. Be, like it's. I, I got tired watching the defense go back out there. <laughs> so I don't. <laughs> I don't blame them, and and we saw that in the second half. We saw a lot of missed tackles. We saw a lot of literally, they'd like just hug the running back as he got an extra five yards, and it's like they're they were tired. They were tired because the offense couldn't do anything, and where that stemmed off of was the trenches. Let's talk about the offensive line, Creighton. Uh, God, I does. don't want to. <laughs> God bless. <does. laughs> Oh my god. This I isn't just, a
1: recap that's I hope everybody knows this isn't a recap that we enjoy like doing. This is No, like, we don't No, We this, don't
0: enjoy doing this at all. I hate this. We love I We love hate you. this.
1: We love podcasting for you for you all, but but having to talk about the the loss is just I'm just tired of the one-on-one. One. I'm tired of having a one-on-one one at at this point in the season. It's just like <laughs> anyway. No, well
0: like and 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 so people know. Yeah, we don't like doing these losses, but we we are very we we are the epitome of Texas fans, Creighton. Because we oh, we celebrate the team when they're good. We celebrate the teams when they're good, and we criticize them when they're not good. And like we're not th- those blind fans. And there's nothing against being a blind fan and rooting for. Like I'm still gonna be a Texas fan after this. Creighton is still oh, gonna yeah. be a Texas fan after this. But you gotta call it like you see it, and looking at that offensive line, holy cow, we are struggling. They were rushing three and getting pressure on Hudson Card. That's insane. That is absolutely incredible that they rushed three. So when you do that as the Arkansas defense, you can drop eight, which means why Hudson Card was holding the ball so long? Because everyone was probably covered. Like, so as much as Hudson Card struggled, I don't want to put it, all on Hudson Card, because yeah. he probably had no options to go to, Creighton. You know? Uh, I mean, yeah, am I am I, I wrong in yeah. saying that?
1: No, I think it was a combination of a lot of unfortunate circumstances with Hudson Card. Uh, clearly, which is totally okay, Hudson Card just not being quite ready uh, for the moment as a redshirt freshman. I mean, a lot of people don't get thrown into that situation. Uh, when you look at guys like... Uh, like a Tim Tebow or, you know, like a Trevor Lawrence, those are those are outliers. That usually isn't the case. Or like a Jameis Winston, a freshman that just ball out from the first start. Uh, it didn't help that Hudson Card was like that. And then on top of that, you had an offensive line. That was just getting getting manhandled is a good word. And the worst part also, other than the about them lining up three at the line, sometimes only five in the entire box and getting through, was the fact that I don't I like Jake Majors, but I totally understand that Jake Majors is still a very young player and like yes, things are yes, things yes. are going to get through Jake Majors some from time to time. But when your other guys on the outside are juniors and seniors and you're losing battles right off the snap, that's a problem. Like that's a problem. Kirk Center shouldn't be having any kind of issues. Like that that should not be and then and then that just then you can't run your best running back. You know, that's clearly one of the better runners in the entire nation. He can't do anything because when a hole opens up, it closes in the matter of a second or there are no holes. I mean, how many times did B. John Robinson gets touched in the backfield? It was almost every touch. I mean, it was a ton. And so with that offensive line, I don't get it. How it can just knowing who is on that line, how talented they they are, because they let's let's be honest. The Texas players on every position possess the skill. They possess the skill to be a very, very good team. But it's for some reason they they cannot get it together and do what they need to do. I mean, it's it's unbelievable getting getting beat off the line. Uh, is not a talent thing. That's that's I mean, when you're a four or five star, that's more of an effort. These guys are massive. This defensive line and offensive line actually both are huge. And it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be an issue. At least it shouldn't be as much as an issue as it was on Saturday. They shouldn't, you can get sacked once and twice, have some, uh, you know, have some passes uh, forced or rushed or something like that. However, when Hudson Carter, every time the ball gets into his hands is automatically having to run or it gets hit out of his hand. How many times does that happen? At least three, you know, before he could even throw it. And then once you have a fumble, I mean, that's just unacceptable. I mean, like you have one job that's unacceptable. And that's just one of the aspects of the game that went wrong. There's a lot of others, but I mean, on the terms of the offensive line, that's, they got to figure it out because we saw the holes last week, but we thought, and Steve said, Hey, we'll figure it out. But honestly, it got worse. And I mean, rightfully so. I mean, this is still a division one. I mean, a division one power five school in Arkansas, who even though Louisiana is good, we said that they were, they are really good. But Arkansas still recruits SEC players. Not the best, but they're still really good. And I think that the fact that the offensive line didn't look like they almost improved on anything in the matter of six days was just a really bad look.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I just, you know, with Kyle Flood, I mean, we had high hopes for him coming in i mean it you know it, coming from alabama and and the offensive lines he produced there you know i, I knew it wasn't going to be perfect right away but like you said kirkstetter getting beat like dude dude's a fifth year senior like he shouldn't be getting i <laughs> uh, i don't know what's going on with him um i get he's coming off an injury but
1: he still knows but. the technique and he knows how to do it so it shouldn't it shouldn't be an issue
0: yeah, no, exactly, and honestly, look at the other side. I mean, the defensive line, I mean, I coming into the season, we didn't have any real issues with them. I didn't think there was any issues with them, and they got yeah, gashed so. for yeah. over 300 rushing yards. But yeah, that, that, guy, that was bad. I, I think they were gassed. We talked about this before the podcast. I think they were gassed. I think they were gassed because the offense couldn't get anything going. So three and outs. I mean, enough three and outs, your defense is going to get tired. It doesn't matter how oh, yeah. conditioned they are. It doesn't matter how conditioned they are. And honestly, I'm surprised we didn't have more injuries. What do we have? Like maybe one or two, three, maybe?
1: Yeah, I mean, look at this. I mean, like when you when you look at – so like when you start uh, the the game, for instance – so Arkansas, they get like the very first snap. I mean, the very first uh, series, 100. I mean, one one minute, 24 seconds. Then Texas comes out, less than two minutes. Then Arkansas again. Then Texas comes back out again, less than two minutes. The offense is on the field. Then once again, Arkansas comes out and they stay on the field for five minutes and get the field goal. Then Texas misses a field goal with three minutes of game of of offensive time, and like the entire first half, they were there was only one time that they were out on the field more than 3 minutes. So yeah, you're right. Your your defense is going to be tired, man. Especially when the other team is coming down and putting together 5-minute drives, you know? Like that's that's going to end up being a problem in the third and fourth quarter.
0: Exactly. And you know, so I don't want to blame cuz it was 16-0 at the half. I don't want to blame the defense cuz they held them what it was one touchdown and then one, two, three field goals before the half. Honestly, that yeah. should be enough to win you a game because your offense is supposed to produce. So For I'm not what gonna, was going on, yes. I'm not even going to put this on the defense at all. I think this was mostly the offense and not being able to put together drives. And straight up, straight up, Creighton, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it, man. I think Steve <laughs> should have made this change at quarterback before the half, maybe right after Yeah, he botched half. it. He botched it. He needed to move to Casey Thompson. I think we were both talking about that in our group chat. He needed to move to Casey Thompson, and he didn't move until the end of the third quarter. And as everyone has said on social media and websites and stuff, it was too late. It was way yeah. too late. I, I I said the the moment I knew we needed to switch to Casey was when Card missed back-to-back deep throws where the guy was wide open. Literally, he hits him, it's a touchdown. And he was wide yeah, open, yeah. and he missed it. And I and don't know, I you know, now now that I look at this, I don't know if Card's ready. I think, yeah, cool, he was ready to play a, a good Louisiana team at home. Going into Fayetteville, I yeah. don't know if he was ready. I really well, don't. We,
1: yeah, we, and we said that on the last podcast. We said, okay, this is a really good, and it's, I mean, it's nice when you say about how good a test is, and then you actually lose, and you go, "That sucked." Anyways, uh, we had three games, and we thought we said last week that we thought these three games were really good for Hudson Card. You get a really experienced and good team that's top twenty-five caliber in Louisiana, and Hudson Card passed that test. And the next one was a SEC team uh, that has been reeling for the past seven, eight years. Uh, clearly they're starting to figure it out a little bit more, but they have been, they have not been that great. Uh, we're like the days of old, you know, cause early, right. Is the turn of the 2010s, the decade, they were pretty good. But, uh, the last seven years it's been rough up and down. And so you had that team, but you had an atmosphere that was completely sold out. ESPN says that this, uh, this, this stadium was 90% full. That's a lie. They set a record. Okay. They set a record in the stadium for attendance. They were 110% remotely. full. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, uh, it's, it wasn't 90% full. I don't know why they got that, but anyway, and Hudson came out and we said, well, he passed his test and he it's okay, but he, he didn't pass the test and that's fine. However, that's the beauty of having a quarterback. Now, if Casey Thompson ends up not being, you know, too great, but I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, then that's going to be really bad because those are two guys. But when you have someone at your disposal, like Casey Thompson and Hudson card, a red shirt freshman who's never played, but one starting game uh, is struggling. You actually have a luxury of putting in a different quarterback that knows what he's doing a little bit. I mean, he's played in a few games. He played in the bowl game and he's had snaps. I mean, it's not like he's going out there cold Turkey. So you have that at your disposal and you wait until the game is basically out of reach to put him in. And you saw the minute he put Casey in, whether Casey does better than Hudson in the next few weeks or whatever, it doesn't matter. You knew that when he put Casey in, for some reason it was going to provide a spark for the offense in the crowd, at least the Texas crowd. Uh, And it did, you know, Uh, it's a different read. And then Casey was kind of doing it, better. he was better at running. He seemed a little bit more comfortable. Um, And I just think that that whole situation was a little botched. I think he just was wanting Hudson to do it so well uh, just get it together and it wasn't going to happen. And that should have been the thing where you say, it's okay, Hudson, it's fine, but we're just going to go with Casey now, Uh, especially considering how close he said it was uh, in the, in the off season, you know, so I don't understand why it took so long. That's usually not what Steve Sarkeesian does. I mean, you would think if the offense isn't moving a Steve Sarkeesian team is going to try to find any kind of way to get it moving. Uh yeah, I, I I feel bad for Hudson, man. I really do, but then again, I mean just wasn't ready for that kind of challenge yet, and that's okay, but Casey Thompson should have gone in before the second half. And if you don't put him in before the second half, you should start him in the third quarter. But and I don't like that because what does that say to Casey Thompson, who's apparently like one play away from getting in? I mean, you're gonna hold out? No, come on now, let him play. At least I'll give him a chance if it was that close of a competition. So.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, it'll be interesting this week because now it looks like we're about to have another quarterback battle this week. And, you know, based off of everything we saw out of uh, fall camp, I think Sarkeesian did make the right choice, making Card his starter. But now that we've seen Card in a high pressure situation.
1: Yeah. Mmm.
0: Mm. Yeah, and I
1: do think, like, if you if you started Hudson Card, which I don't think is going to happen, but if you started Hudson Card against Rice, I mean, I'm pretty sure he'll do just fine. Oh, well, yeah, it's it, Rice. It, yeah. It's exactly. freaking Rice, dude. Yeah, exactly. So it's not to say Hudson Card is washed, done for, whatever. Yeah. Just clearly is just not ready for this kind of test because... One more year. He's a rest year freshman. One more year. Yeah, yeah, that would totally fine. I mean... And then one of my other, speaking, since we're still on the quarterbacks, I will say one of my bones to pick with Hudson Card, who I really like, and I do think that he is going to be a very good player for Texas, possibly a star, is, listen, man, I get it. I get it that you're not very vocal, okay? But (laughs) when when you're getting your teeth kicked in at that point by 20 points, uh, 16, 20 points, depending on when in the uh, game, you got to – you can't just stand around like they said and not be saying a word and not being next to anybody. You gotta. You're the you're the quarterback. You got you got to do something. Like you got to fire people up, and you you got to get them going. Uh, because we know that wasn't an issue with Sam Ellinger. You know what I'm saying? Like you're losing a game and Sam Ellinger is going to uh rally you. I'm not saying Hudson Card has to go out and do crazy things on the field, but just talking on the sideline. I think I think he's got to get better at that.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. I <laughs> dude, just the pain I felt in that game. Just watching it. I was watching it yeah, on my that's... computer at work. I just the 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 pain that I felt, just the the sheer dread, the sheer oh god, people are going to make fun of us again. You know, because we had such a great week one. We had such a great week one, we didn't know what to say on the last week. Yeah, podcast, that Texas right? team
1: would have beat Arkansas.
0: Yeah, that Texas team would have and it literally we regressed back to the Tom Herman era, and somebody pointed this out. Someone said, This isn't Sarkeesian's guys.
1: No, and I knew that. I and you know what? I knew that, but my but like the thing is, is like I get it. I try like I totally understand that. But let's call it what it is, Steve Sarkeesian got out coached. So when it comes to that i think that is totally on steve sarkeesian i think you have all uh it's your complete ability to switch quarterbacks when you need a spark on the offense there was plays that steve sarkeesian called that we both said what are you doing in that situation i thought the uh i thought some of the screen passes were kind of just unnecessary and I, i just flat out think that you know, Steve Sarkeesian just at that moment got out coached and he goes into the press conference and says, Well, I wasn't expecting that kind of performance from from our team. It's like, Well, I guess not. But yeah. it's like, dude, if it happens, you better be prepared. Like, you gotta find a way to get them going. I mean, and I would have thought, like, Steve Sarkeesian seems to be that guy. It's like when things aren't going, he's gonna find something to do to get the offense going. But he just it just it started to look like Tom Herman so and I, it's not fair for us to go ahead and just say, "Oh yeah, that's it, done." He looks like Tom Herman, you know. Move on, but like, man, it's like that's that is that's not the Steve Sarkeesian that showed last week, you know. And so, it, I get no, it. It was, it was literally game.
0: a complete one eighty. It was a complete one eighty, and it just that's why it hurts so much because. I don't know about you, Creighton, man, but I think I speak for all Texas fans out there when I say I am sick of getting my hopes up and then just to get it crushed within the first three weeks of the season. I mean, now we have to win out to even have a chance. I mean... And I I do think we're talented (sighs)
1: enough to be in every game this year that we want to be, but, like, the thing is, is, like... When you come and you show up like that and you lay an egg, you're not going to win very many games. And this team cannot continue to – if this, if that team in Fayetteville comes out to play these teams in the next few weeks, it's going to be pretty rough selling because you still got to think about – you got running teams in the Big 12, man. I don't think Arkansas is ever going to run 330 yards, 333 yards again in the season. Uh, so when it comes to something like that, and they did that against Texas – you got teams in the in the Big Twelve that are going to run, you know. Yeah. You got, uh, especially in Iowa State. You know they're they're going to push it down your throat, so your line better be ready. And the fact that we made Arkansas's rushing look unbelievably amazing, and also their quarterback for that matter. You know Jefferson had some good rushing yards too, and so, I, 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 I don't under I don't understand how like one team can go, can be so, we, so bipolar, you know, from one week to the next. And we said, what team's going to show up? That's one of the necessary thing or one of the issues we had coming into the season on our top five podcast or whatever it was, or the preview of the season. What we said, you know, is this going to be a team where every other week it's different Texas. And right now that's exactly what it's playing out to be. And Oh God, it just sucks that it's Arkansas too, you know, and, and, and all that. And good. For, I mean, like this was their Super Bowl, obviously. So good for them. We're everybody's Super Bowl. If you think we're Ill, we are, no, we, no, no, you're right. No, we are it.
0: everybody's Super Bowl. That's 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 the truth. And so, last thing about this, Creighton, are we are we SEC ready? Obviously, the answer is no. But what what do you think? I think.
1: I. I think at the moment, no. Uh, I do believe we can be. that we can be. I do believe that if we were somewhere to move next year or the year after, we should expect to be SEC ready. Now, SEC ready does not mean we have to go out there and beat Bama every year. Uh, yeah, but I no, I would, I would, I, th- what I would expect for us is to be a top three team in the West. Uh, and I think by next year or the year after, we should definitely be expecting that. This year, I want to win a lot. I think they will still win a lot because I think Steve Sarkeesian just got a nice slice of humble pie. Uh, but I, I, I do say that it's okay for him to fill out one, because it's a lot, not a lot of his players Two, uh everybody's just getting used to a whole new system. Or at least I hope they are. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, I I, yeah. I, I, I don't think we're SEC ready this year. I do think that it's fair for us to expect it next year. And that's just saying, like, if we decided to go next year or the year after, I, that's the only reason I'm speculating that. But, uh, by twenty five, definitely, you know I don't think Arkansas has a lot of, which is really funny to me. I don't think Arkansas has a lot of room to stand on, because those guys are saying welcome to the league when they can barely stay in it themselves. You know what I'm saying? So oh yeah, yeah yeah. They're ha- they have they had they've had their pl- they need to worry about their own issues about they are a couple of years in a row that they've only won two games. So if we're if we're you know scoreboarding, who can, yeah, who can hang in the league and who can't. The Arkansas Razorbacks aren't the best example for that. So, uh, yeah, SEC ready this year? No. I think we're on our way, though. Uh, Ugh.
0: I'm sad. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Let's talk about some positives, though. I mean, B. John Robinson went 19 carries for 69 yards and one touchdown, which a 3.6 average yards per carry with that line that we had honestly not terrible i mean yeah and i and i
1: i love that what was encouraging about that is steve sarkeesian gave him the ball 19 times so that means he didn't ditch it when everything started going crazy like he was like no we're gonna try to get our running back one of the best running backs possibly a heisman candidate the ball as many times as possible i think in a tom Herman system i think Bijan robinson ends up getting like seven touches at a game like this
0: yeah yeah exactly exactly i mean casey thompson came in he had seven carries for 44 yards and two touchdowns, and then he went 5 of 8 for 57 yards. So, like I said, he looked a lot better than Hudson Card. So, I think there is going to be a quarterback battle here this week. Um, on the receiving side of things, Xavier Worthy had two receptions for 41 yards, uh, Jordan Whittington had five for 32. He, he had dropped, like a buck. He huh? should have had a lot more. He yeah. dropped. He dropped some big passes. He dropped some big passes, and I was extremely pissed watching that. And then um, there was there was then, that
1: one that Hudson.
0: Yeah, the one or two or three or four. How many <laughs> did he freaking? It tails to the right. Hudson. It tails to the right. To
1: the, you're right-handed, the ball goes to the right, so you gotta throw it a little to the left. Like, oh, jeez, man.
0: But what well, uh, the last thing I'll say about this game? Special teams, special teams, special teams, special teams. Oh, I'm glad
1: you brought that up. Yeah,
0: yeah, you're welcome. Uh, Cameron Dicker, 0-for-1 uh, on the field goals. Uh, Buddy. Buddy. Dude. Buddy. And then Buddy Boy. dropped the punt. Buddy dropped the punt that Arkansas capitalized on. Or actually, no. They got a field goal. They got field defense held them to a field goal. Win for the defense. Good on the defense. defense. Win on the defense there. Um, But buddy, you got to make you got to make the field goal, dude. I don't care if you made your extra points. Extra points are from the two yard line. Who gives crap? I mean, come (laughs) on. Uh, He's got to get Um, better. He's got to get better.
1: Definitely. I don't know if I mentioned it last football season, uh, but my stance on kickers is I am not a fan of kickers at all in the game. Yes, you can. You can ask all the questions. Well, Creighton, you know, what are you going to do with extra points? Or how does a team get, you know, a field goal to go up? You know, if they are down by three, what do they do? Oh, we'll figure that out. But I'm not a fan of the uh, the kicking aspect of football uh, solely because I think that it can really make or break your entire uh, three hours of, of hard work. You know, these guys are out here uh, just... Going hard at each other, running the ball, smash mouth, throwing it everywhere, trying to score. And then the kickers one job is to come out every four or five uh times in a game and you know, kick a field goal to go up three, and then obviously your field goal and then and then kick your PATs, and it's like, dude, that's your one job. That's like that's like if 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 the offensive line missed like almost every single block every time they lined up. They missed a fair amount. But like there was also a fair a good amount of plays where they were able to hold up a little bit, and so it's like when Cameron Dicker, I get it. Also, I know it was a long field goal, fifty yarders. But then again, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, are yeah. you are you're the kicker. You're the kicker, and that's you your, were Dicker no,
0: the kicker, man. There's Come a reason on. you
1: are. There's a reason you're the kicker is because, and that's why we're kicking fifty two yarders because we expect you to make those. You made a fifty seven, you can make a fifty two, and then I just. Like, the, the botched snap, uh, off you know, it just it infuriates me because it's like, oh, my God. It's like, so you missed you missed one last week. Then you missed one this week. And then you botched a snap, which almost got Arkansas a touchdown. Uh, luckily, it was a field goal, but let's not act like, I mean, like those are points that probably shouldn't have been there or could have easily not have been there if you just handle your snap correctly. I can't stand that when it comes to – when comes to kickers and Cameron Dickers got to get his act together i don't know what it is and i don't know why he's got the yips because he was so good last year we it's, we've seen it is what he could do it's literally
0: the yips no that yeah. literally as soon as he dropped that punt, i said this kid's got the yips i he's, mean because it's bad get him out of there get him out of there because it cost us out, but yeah
1: that's that's six points right there because you take You take the field goal he missed, there's your three, and then you take away the points from Arkansas, there's another three. That's six points he himself had caused. Not that that was going to change the outcome of the game, but it definitely changes the momentum at the moment in the game because how crucial, how big of a time was that when he fumbled that ball and Arkansas gets down there? That's like right after, a little bit after uh, Texas had just recovered that fumble that unfortunately they stepped out of bounds on, but that was literally only a few minutes after, uh, on the next possession for Arkansas. And it's like, Oh my gosh. It's like, you just missed the field goal earlier. We didn't get those points. And now you're doing this. It's like, you got one job, man, to come out here and and do that, make the field goals, punt them down. You don't have to punt them within the 10 every time, but just get it down the field, especially don't botch it. When the snap is good, a good snap. Don't fumble that. That's what irritates me. So he's got to figure it out. Uh, because that's going to end up hurting us down the stretch if we have to win a, on a field goal, and we have to say, is, is Dicker going to make it this time? I don't want to live in that world again. We lived in that ro- world with Rose, and that was a miserable world to live in. And so I, I don't want to do that anymore.
0: Me either, buddy. But, yeah, folks, I mean, basically here's the here's the gist of it steve sarkisian's honeymoon is over we are now in the end game and there are several there were several several jokes made by people i saw on twitter where it made poked fun at his uh poked fun at his drinking and and how yeah and i'm and i'm like yo i mean i get he had a bad game but he's not gonna go drink i mean that's that's incredibly messed up honestly one and two, no, that's not right. I, I tweeted Creighton, you saw my tweet, I said hell half no fury, like the Texas Longhorn fan base, and yeah, there were people I, calling for his head after this game. Yeah, I think and
1: some people, man, just get real into it, and it's not cool for them to do that. Uh, that's probably what you know, just people get really amped up.
0: Yeah. And, and Arkansas
1: doesn't make it any better.
0: No, well, yeah, that like I said, we shouldn't have lost that game, but folks. It's his first year. It's his second game. It's not his players. Let's let him get some recruiting classes in first before we see what he does. I mean, he recruited Matt Jones. Did he not? Yeah, he,
1: was, didn't help, he helped in that. Yeah, he definitely helped in that. And then, did like, he recruit, I mean, he did he recruit? And all, all the wide receivers that flushed through Alabama the past few years were definitely his. So, so Devontae, like,
0: Devontae Smith was one of his, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
0: yeah, um, let's, let's let him Jay bring Lidl his Waddle, guys in. Yeah, you know, J- oh, God, Jim R- Waddle Henry, had a touchdown Henry Ruggs,
1: today. Jerry Judy. I can just keep going. Bad, Jerry, Judy, know,
0: just... Jerry Judy got hurt today. But, I mean, heck, I mean, know. Uh, am <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad. I like I like Jerry Judy. No, and I like I him think, too. I like him too. Yeah, but let me, Devonte I mean Devontae Smith had a touchdown today. Uh Jalen Waddle had a touchdown today. So, Jalen I mean, Waddle had
1: some pretty good fantasy points, man. He
0: like rocked. Yeah, the he 18. did. I, I should have drafted him, but he was on my bench. But but Sarkeesian brought those guys in or helped bring those guys in. So let's give him a chance. Let's not jump the gun yet. We aren't gonna win the Big Twelve this year, and that's okay. We if we go to the SEC next year because of a buyout then we'll just deal with that then. But I think that we're going to be just fine. And it's um, it's unfair it for us to...
1: to, you know, unfair for us to go. Oh, everything's done for. I mean, remember what happened a few years ago with Tom Herman, after losing earlier in the year, we ended up making it to the championship game. At one point in time, looked like we were going to win. Uh, the way we were handling Oklahoma, and then they turned it on, and then. Uh, made it to the sugar bowl and Georgia didn't want to play apparently. So we beat them down pretty bad and that happened all in one season. So like it's a long year and I think it's unfair for everybody to say, Oh, well it's over now. Steve Sarkeesian, he's no good. I do think he got out coached and that is unacceptable. However, I mean the, the the door is wide open for uh, the big 12 championship because God knows that year when we went things had to go pretty nutso for us to get in and they did. Everything gets real weird at the end of the year. Uh, and when you play basically everybody, or you do play everybody, uh, that makes a world of a difference. You know, you're gonna have a tie break over somebody if you can make it. So uh, Iowa State, we could easily like if we somehow ended up beating Oklahoma and Iowa State, well then that just makes everything hundred times easier. Or Iowa State beats Oklahoma. we beat, See, there's just so many things. Yeah, so no, it's, it's definitely plenty, not over. Plenty of
0: season left. Plenty of season left. That's basically yeah. it. So,
1: Yeah, yeah it's just. It's,
0: what, were we, what were you going to say, Graydon?
1: Just It's just, ugh. you know, it's just. And then Arkansas. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, God, part they of rushed the, the field. The, they rushed the field. Oh, yeah. It was, well, oh, which yeah. is, let's talk. If we want to talk about pathetic stuff, <laughs> that's one of them. I get it. We're not, we're, we're not, Oh my We're not God. the number one team, man. We're top 15. We haven't won in a long time. Uh, we haven't been to a national championship game in over a decade. We haven't won a big 12 in a very long time. Uh, just, uh, nothing is almost as bad as A&M rushing the field after beating an LSU team and seven overtimes. That, that was pretty funny, but th- this was up there. I mean, come on now. Like, congratulations i don't know what you got out of that uh you you know you you didn't beat anybody too crazy and so that's the only reason i'm not ready for the sec there's a lot of these teams in here that i just don't think i'm ready to handle you know like i I just just get on my nerves sometimes man
0: yeah no they like like we've said just the years of pain and and sadness it's (laughs) it's it's yeah it's I, I just don't even. <laughs> There's no see, words. Last last week we were at a loss of words because we actually had good things to talk about. This week we're at a loss of words because this is.
1: You know what's so funny though about it's back this? To normal. The funny thing about this is like th- these past two weeks just completely sums up what it's like to be a fan for the past eleven years. One like literally like six days different. We are cheering and like oh my god this is so weird. We what are we gonna talk about to look at us. We don't even want to like, we don't even want to be, I mean, we don't even want to talk, you know, it's like, that is the Texas fan base in a nutshell. And Steve Sarkeesian is definitely going to get both sides of the spectrum in the matter of two weeks on in the regular season. So, Oh,
0: well, let's look ahead to rice Creighton real quick. And we're favored by 25 points. God, we better beat them by 25 points. I if we well, don't... that's
1: good. I didn't know we were that high, man. Yeah, we, okay. We're that
0: high. We're that high. So let's uh, let's just see how it goes. I guess. I mean, <laughs> that's
1: there. You go. That's that. That's that's Texas fans for you. Last week we were like, oh man, look at us going. Now you're saying, we'll just see how it goes. Yeah. No. It's, oh, I love it's... it. I hate it, and I love it. It's just I'm so numb to it. I mean we got a 95.5% chance to win. I don't even like that prediction thing, but I mean, we do. And so 25, I mean, even, I don't know, maybe I can say this, even Arkansas beat rice, you know, like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I mean, or, okay. To be fair, the, the owls are Oh, and two, they did lose their last game. They lost to Houston. Forty-four-seven. Yeah, yes, they, so, yes, they so I don't, did. So I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they're that good. <laughs> I think we're okay. Yeah,
0: I don't know. They lost. Uh, yeah, Arkansas thirty-eight seventeen, and then forty-four-seven to Houston. So you know, if we don't beat them by that, that at least the thirty-eight seventeen margin, I'm going to be very concerned for us. But I don't <laughs> think that's going to be an issue. I think we'll see both Casey and Hudson in this game. I think mm-hmm. Bichon will get some scores and then sit down. Um. I think we'll be okay though, Creighton. I yeah. God, if, if we if we lose to Rice, literally immediately Sarkeesian's on the hot seat. It's not a question.
1: It's crazy how that how that works. I I do though think that Casey Thompson deserves the start. Uh, he should definitely get the snaps at the start of the game. And I agree with you. I think Bijan Robinson is going to be back to normal. I mean, in a way, he was almost on pace for a hundred at the uh, right at the close to the end of the first half he had like 30 something with like five minutes left six minutes left so there was an opportunity for him to get to 50 before the half and then that would have put him on pace for 100 yards but it just got clogged up and he ended up losing that pace and then only got 70 by the end of the night uh so like i think bijan robinson is going to have a lot of opportunities again and i think he's going to break a lot of holes you saw some moments though man like when everything shut down, like how good he really is, because he had to slip out of some holes and it was pretty impressive. So I'm excited to see what he's got going. And I think this is great for Casey to start. And I think if I do believe that if like, uh, let's say we're winning by a big amount, I have time or sometime in the third quarter, I think Hudson card should get some really good playing time. Um, Just for one for his confidence and uh, two just as much experience as possible. If you really want Hudson card to be the QB one, going forward but this is nice that we have this rice game next instead of ul arkansas i mean ul rice arkansas because now if we beat rice our confidence is a little least at least a little bit back up when we go and play texas tech and that game's in austin but we know how tech is like we said that's their super bowl game and then the gauntlet starts uh with tcu and then ou oklahoma state iowa state all the jazz so uh i think we'll be fine honestly but i always am now i'm back to planet earth uh so i will hold out (laughs) and just see what happens because for all you know we could just lay another egg i don't know of (laughs) course i mean
0: yeah i mean it's yeah at least we got the night game i don't know (laughs) Lost. Oh my
1: God! I just it, it was like the it was the kicker, the kicker, the O line, the defensive line was gassed, and then the tackling got went back to Tom Herman tackling, where everyone's just trying to swipe with the ball. And clearly, when the guys you are trying to tackle, are two hundred plus pounds and can run four fours, swiping the ball is not going to get them down. You got to actually tackle them, and so things like that. And then Hudson card, man, look down the field, throw the ball. Like I like it when he does run. I do think he's very nimble and fast and speedy, but you gotta like be, not be afraid to throw, to toss that thing. And I know you missed a lot of shots. Uh, so you gotta get those fixed, but gotta let it fly, man. If you're Hudson, I mean, it it felt like too many times that he was just like nervous about what was going to happen if he threw it. And ultimately some of that ended up being bad, but I just I just thought that he was just like too timid, really. Honestly, I just kind of no. Like that.
0: he was very timid. He didn't let the ball fly as early as he needed to. But at the same time, when you're rushing three and you get oh, pressure, yeah, absolutely. that's ridiculous. I yeah, mean, yeah, so no, that was, there's that was a bad. there's a lot of work Texas needs to do. But Creighton, I mean, any final thoughts before we before we wrap up this this podcast? I mean, like like the title says, folks, hogtied, and that's kind of <laughs> yeah. how I feel. It's just. Uh, uh, golly, I, I don't even know what to say. It, oh, here we go. Once again, end of the podcast, second week in a row. We don't know what to say, but this time it's negative. So it's, like, yeah,
1: you know, I think I do think it's, uh, in a way, I think it will probably, it, it could easily end up really helping Texas out. Cause what would have really been bad is if we ride this Steve Sarkeesian honeymoon and we get all the way to Iowa state undefeated and we lose or something like that, or we lose to West Virginia at least we got our, we got a loss at, you know, we had our loss, the first loss of the Sarkeesian era. We know how it feels. We understand that this Texas team has a ways to go. It kind of brought down expectations a little bit to reality, to the point, uh, where are not expecting them to go out and win 16 to nothing every game and, and, uh, you know, score. I mean, and you know, when be undefeated, however, with that being said, I don't think it's unfair for us to say uh, the expectations for Texas is to literally win every game except for an Oklahoma or an Iowa state who are both actually, I don't even know, man, Iowa state. That's why I don't like preseason rankings. I don't even know if they're going to yeah, be. Yeah. Eight. They lost to Iowa. Yeah. Yeah, I don't probably, know how yeah, good they're going to be come November because they had a hard time against Iowa. Uh, so we'll see how it's November. Obviously Oklahoma is going to be there. They're always good. It didn't even matter if they are if they're like barely in the top 25 yeah, they always got talent so don't get me started
0: i'm about to i'm about to go to norman next week to cover <laughs> nebraska oklahoma so i i'm prepared for the absolute bloodbath that is going to be yeah. in yeah um,
1: exactly and, so, and if nebraska
0: just, somehow beats oklahoma i'm gonna be so happy uh, oh that'd be nice yeah so i think that i, I,
1: I think it's unfair for uh for me to just top on Steve Sarkisian so quick, but I also think that it's fair for fans to say, Hey, there should be no reason why you don't only like why you only, why you, I guess what I'm trying to say is there should only, there should be no reason why you would lose more than two games. You know what I'm saying? Because Texas for all intents and purposes, they're better than Arkansas talent wise. I mean, just look at the recruiting. Like those kids are better skilled than the ones that Arkansas had. However, for some reason it didn't come together. They're better than the Rice kids. They're better than the Tech kids, better than TCU. They're better than Oklahoma State, better than Baylor. All around, they're better than Iowa State. Uh, what makes Iowa State so good is Brees Hall and Brock Purdy. Obviously, they're better than Kansas, yep. West Virginia, and K-State. Charlie so, like, Kohler, no reason... dude. Don't
0: forget Charlie Kohler, man. They got a three-headed monster up there, and yeah, I can't exactly. believe they lost so, like,
1: Iowa. So the, Yeah. So the, the thing is, is like Texas is going to end up probably being favored in all these games, except maybe two, maybe just one, depending on how Iowa State fares out by November. So, therefore... Should expect them to win every game. They've got to figure it out. This will be fun to see. Well, I guess fun in a way as an experiment. However, it's going to be torturous if we keep losing. But it'll be good to see what Steve Sarkeesian does uh, coming off a loss uh, because not a lot of adversity was faced in the last two years of Alabama because they had literally all-time rosters. So back-to-back. So this will be good for Steve Sarkeesian. Uh, He can handle it. I know he can. Uh, And I think that... That will tell what kind of coaching staff we have. If we come out and we dominate like the first game or if we have issues again. Then you'll I think that's I think you'll kind of understand what the season's gonna have coming forward. So yeah. Just another good old fashioned Texas loss, crushing spirits, you know, the usual. Just <laughs> just on the regular now.
0: Yep. And with that I think we should just end the podcast before we end up crying for all to hear. So, Peace. folks, folks, I think Steve is going to be okay. I think I think we need to give him some chances. Um if you're on the Steve Sarkisian firing bandwagon, <laughs> get off it. Um give him a chance. Let's just volleyball's give him a chance one. and see what happens. Hey, volleyball, volleyball's good. We're number dude. 1 in the nation, Volleyball's bro. number 1 in the nation. Let's hang our hats on that. And we always Hey-yo. have Texas baseball Texas baseball is going to be great this year but yeah that's not and the, until and the, the basketball
1: spring. and the basketball Basketball
0: uh, is going to look pretty good too yeah and the stadium i mean and the arena is almost done built so there's a positive
1: you know so That is yeah, See, yeah you're right got, we got some positives coming on the campus you know it's not all just doom and gloom It's
0: not all doom and gloom folks it's it's positivity but yeah we definitely got hogtied like the title said and we'll we'll bounce back against Rice before we head into Big 12 play but you know until uh, the next episode of the Beaver Boys, which will be, of course, like I said earlier, every Monday, and uh, so we can all, you know, go to work and <laughs> listen to this and hopefully feel great rejoice,
1: and rejoice. And rejoice, celebrate. Not this
0: week, not this week, but we will hopefully rejoice next week after beating rice. And uh, we appreciate y'all listening to us. We appreciate our fans. And until next time, always remember, the eyes of Texas are upon you. And hook up.